Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, hoop heads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com. Spelled A-R-Y-S. E and use the code hoopheads to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A R Y S E dot com with promo code hoopheads to get 20% off. Thank you for listening to the hashtag Laker podcast, your homies pod for all things Lakers, hashtag perfectly for your ears, brought to you by the Hoopheads Podcast Network. We wanted to take a brief moment here to ask our listeners to hop on over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a five-star review or rating. Your review or rating means so much to us, and it goes a long way to help us continue producing this podcast. We'd appreciate it very much. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Hey, what's up? I'm Yo Legazzo, and today I'm joined by McKay Westbrook. Welcome to the Hashtag Laker Podcast, or should I say, Hashtag Lakers Pokif McBoodcast Jr. <laughs> it's part of, the, part of the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It's a new podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you don't get the joke, head on over to um, our Twitter page at Hashtag LakerPod, and you'll see what uh, we've done there. We've basically made some changes to our name not our handle, uh, in honor of the recent off-season signings and re-signings. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, and we're, we're going to have you know some fun with it. We'll uh, talk about the new look Lakers so far, the new acquisitions, the re-signing of KCP and Markeith Morris to the team. Um, you know, and of course, Marcus Gasol and um, Alfonso McKinney. But, uh, but first, you know, uh, in this first segment, we did want to give a shout out to um, some of the Lakers players that uh, left us, you know, that's Danny Green. Well, we actually traded him away. I don't know if he left us. We traded him away. <laughs> as fast as we could. <laughs> Rajon Rondo. You got Avery Bradley leaving. Quinn Cook, we waved him. Dwight Howard and then JaVale McGee just recently. We traded away. But uh, but yeah, dude, I think that we got to give um, uh, these guys their credit, you know, for their hard work wearing purple and gold this past season. For sure. No, I, I think um, 
they they gave us great contributions during the year and um i liked watching all of them play and i i'm definitely sad to see um some of some of them go i i'm not gonna say all of them but i'm gonna say i'm, I'm sad to see uh some if not most of them go um but yeah big shout out to them and and for all they did to contribute to to the lakers this last year right i mean Right. No, you have to be honest, right? <laughs> on, yeah. on who you, who you wanted back and who you 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 wanted to keep. Um some of these players of course I wanted to keep. Um but but I think overall I think we need to remember that these are the guys uh that were with us, you know, who cried yeah. with us through the craziness of 2000 the of what was 2020, right? From from Kobe and Gigi's death to the pandemic, to all that went on in the U.S. in terms of the social justice movements. Um, and then, of course, you know, in the bubble and and winning number 17 for the Lakers. Uh, these guys were our guys through it all. And I'm glad, you know, that we had them for this time and that they were them, um, you know, uh, you know, how whatever the, the quote goes, you know, once a Laker, always a Laker, right? Um, I think, I think, for me, I think I'm going to miss the this, this squad that we had last year, uh, the culture and the vibe that they exhibited. Right. But with that said, I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm excited and, and uh, to start this new chapter with this, well, you know, really cool looking uh, new Lakers uh, squad. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, as, as much as I, I really liked our squad from last year, I, I think, in some ways we definitely, um, got some upgrades. Um, I, I think we're a, a great squad. Um, I, I think we still have, uh, a little bit more peacemaking to go. Um, but I'm really liking the direction that we're moving in. Right. No, that's what I was, exactly what I was going to say. Dude. I mean, we, we upgraded the team, like that's for sure that we upgraded the team and, um, you know, I'm excited to, uh, to see where this goes. Like you said, there's a few things that we still need to um, new, you know, some s spots that are, they're still left open. We'll see who we end up signing. Uh, we might, uh, you know, by the time this, this podcast is out there, uh, out there um, and published, there's, there might be, you know, new Lakers that we uh, ha aren't going to mention on this pod. So, but um, all right, well, let's let's take our quick break here first. And, and when we come back, um, we'll talk about these new resignings re and the new acquisitions that we've have uh, uh, that we got. Um, so stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Knuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA.
Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I'm here with McKay Westbrook. And on this segment of the show, uh, let's talk about the re-signing of KCP and Markeith Morris and the acquisition of Marcus Gasol and Alfonso McKinney. Um, you know, it really looks like the Lakers have brought back basically every key and core player they needed and upgraded on those uh, and upgraded on those who, who've sort of left the Lakers this offseason, right? Uh, here's our roster so far. I want to get this down here. So far, uh, today is November 24. And um, we have LeBron James. Uh, assuming that AD will sign, we'll have him. Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder. Uh, Mark Gasol. KCP. Wesley Matthews. Montrez Harrell. Markeith Morris. Uh, Alex Caruso, Kyle Kuzma, THT, and Alfonso McKinney. Uh, so, McKay, what do you what do you think of this new look Lakers team? And uh, you know, I kind of want to start first with the new the news that uh, came of the new of of the resigning of KCP and Kate and Markeith Morris, and uh, of course, you know, acquiring Marcus All and Alfonso McKinney with that uh, whole thing that happened there. Um, but uh, yeah, what, what do you think about this, this new squad? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm really liking it. Um, I'm, I'm super happy that we were able to bring KCP back. You know, I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to put together um, a contract that was going to uh, be enticing enough for him to, to stick around. I'm really glad that we were, we ended up being able to keep him. He's um he's been great for us. You know, there's, there's not much more I can say other than that, that he's, he's been great. Um, he's now one of the, uh, the longest remaining Lakers on the team. Um, you know, most of our, our squad is, has only been here since, uh, you know, last year or, or our brand new. Um, so he's, uh, he's now one of the older guys on, on the squad and, up to this point, he's played great for us. He came through in the playoffs when we needed him. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with Markeith Morris. You know, uh, we talked about it in um, pods past that uh, the Lakers squad that that we got last year at the beginning, I didn't like several of the players. You know, for sure. for different reasons. You know, uh, Dwight and Rondo for. Um, you know, Dwight leaving the Lakers the first time, Rondo being a Celtic. Sure. Uh, I, I'd never been 
very big fans of the Morris brothers, but um, Markeith really changed my mind with his performance uh, during the playoffs. He, he really came in and played big, uh, big, big minutes for us. And uh, he stepped up into, into his role when he didn't have a ton of experience with the team and, and he was great. So um, definitely zero complaints when it comes to, to the two of them. Uh, right. Right. No, I, I think you're right. I, I, uh, you're right that they, they were both critical for us throughout the postseason. I mean, there were moments in those games in the postseason where, uh, you know, their shots were falling in and it gave us a boost when we needed to stay with, uh, in the lead or, or get back into the lead. You know, I'm glad that we have them back. Uh, they were, they were, like I said, they were critical. And like you said, um, I think that, uh, I would have been very, and incredibly disappointed if KCP did not re-sign with the Lakers and same story with K- with Markeith Morris. Um, but, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad we got him back. I'm glad, you know, uh, Palinka did what he did and, and, and work with them and, and their agents to, to get the deal done. Um, so, okay. Did you hear about, um, you know, you talked about the Marcus or the Morf, Morris brothers. Uh, did you hear about the joint bank account between him and his brother? I, I didn't I didn't hear about that. <laughs> All right, so get this. So Marcus Morris, you know, his twin brother just signed a new deal with the Clippers. It's worth $64 million over the next 3 years. Now, apparently, him and his brother Keith have a joint bank account where they, you know, people say that the money goes all into. So the joke is on Twitter was that the Clippers were subsidizing Keith because of the joint bank account that they both have and share. <laughs> And so it really helped the Lakers re-sign Keith because, you know, uh, on, a, on a very vet, a veteran minimum deal, uh, you know, by, by, by the Morris brothers having this joint bank account, the Clippers essentially, you know, helped the Lakers keep Markeith on the roster, which is, which is hilarious. <laughs> hey, I like it. I'll, I'll take it. Whatever, uh, help the the Clippers want to give us, whether it's um, letting the Nuggets through in in the playoffs or, or giving us money towards our players. I'll take it. Oh, man. Fund fund the, the, the real LA team. That's right. That's right. Right. Fund our uh, road to number 18. That's right. That's right. (laughs) All right. I want to talk about Marcus. what do you think about him and, and acquiring him? Uh, So I, I, I think it's, it's probably a good pickup, you know, he's been a solid player, his entire career, um, all-star, uh, obviously the last couple of years, um, he started to get older, but he's also been given a diminishing role on these, um, you know, like on the Raptors who are a fairly young team who have, uh, developing stars that they're trying to, uh, keep the ball in their hands more. I, I think, um, yeah, you know, for that reason, uh, his productivity has, has dropped some, um, and it's exactly the same thing as, uh, Dwight Howard last year, you know, he's capable of putting up, um, big numbers and giving us the boost that we need. Um, but he's filling a, a role player role 
and he's not going to get the the kind of touches or the kind of minutes that he once did in his career, but he's still a um, great player, great veteran, um, has great knowledge of the game, uh, great touch for a big man, just like his, his brother, Pau. Um, mm-hmm. I, yep. I think it's, I think it's great. I, I like the acquisition. He'll give us some great veteran presence and I think he'll, he'll, um, yeah, he's got championship experience as well, you know, that, and that's, uh, in the end, sometimes the thing that really matters. Right. No, I, I completely agree. And and you mentioned Pau Gasol. Lakers Twitter, um, Pau just recently um, congratulated, or actually, you know, he, he said, welcome to the Lakers family, uh, to Mark Gasol. So, you know, Lakers Twitter went super emotional on that because we, we love Pau, you know. Pau was one of our guys. He was there with Kobe. And, and of course, right now, you know, we've talked about in our past pod, you know, he's really uh, acting like a... Um, like a an, another father for for the Bryant girls, uh, and uh, you know we we love that man of course, uh, and now with his brother Marcus Saul, dude, uh, what surprised me, Marcus Saul's thirty five, but he, last year, um, and this is credit to Alex Regla who's been on the show, but, but he's tweeted this out that Marcus Saul's still a really good defensive player. Uh, last year he ranked fifth among all the centers in key defensive impact data. Uh, fifth among all, all, wow. all centers. Wow. And he's, you know, he's 35. He's, he's getting older. Um, you know, they were saying, you know, he was saying that the net rating for the Toronto Raptors was significantly higher. Defensive rating was de- better when he was on the floor than when he was off the floor. Um, I think that uh, this was obviously, uh, you know, we traded – what happened was we traded JaVale McGee to the Cleveland Cavaliers and we got back, you know, uh, uh, McKinney and, and, and Jordan Bell. Um, and with that, you know, all of that, basically we got to shed some salary from, from JaVale and was able to sign or to sign Marcus all. And, you know, so we're trading Marcus all for, for, for JaVale essentially. And I think you know, obviously, but my 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 opinion is that we we uh, we got an upgrade from Javale, um, and uh, I think that Marcus is going to be uh, a perfect fit for uh, this team, especially when you take a look at his passing ability, like you said, his touch. I think he's one, he's one of the best big man passers out there in the league. Um, and uh, specifically when, when he's on the ball uh, on the high post, he's got an amazing feel for, for finding cutters uh, um, and making those reads. LeBron, AD, and specifically Kuzma and, and Caruso, who all love driving to the rim and cutting to the rim, I think they're going to thrive when he's on the court because of his passing. Yeah, definitely. And um, I, I can for sure see him being part of that second squad there with uh, I would imagine Kuzma and I, I think those two will play really well off of each other um, and you know that that's one of the things that uh, we really need down low is is a good defensive big man um, you know AD doesn't like to always stay down there at the five he sure he prefers the four um, mm-hmm. he's an incredible defensive player um, but I 
I have a feeling that we're, we're not always going to see him at the five um, this next year. <laughs> that might be part of uh, his contract. He might throw that in there that he's only going to resign with the Lakers if they if they don't throw him in at five anymore. <laughs> right, and, and it looks like they're the Lakers per reports. Right, some some reports came out said that they're the Lakers are still looking for more centers, uh, yeah. so that you know we're not overtaxing AD at the five. Right, but you you keep saying Gasol might be you know a second unit dude. You don't think he's going to start alongside LeBron and AD? We'll we'll see. You know, I. You might, where you he's at right now, you know, I, I, I see us moving towards trying to transition to a more, uh, to, to a younger squad. And I, I see some of these acquisitions, um, as being, uh, kind of as, as more mentor roles. Um, although like Ooh, you said, okay. Gasol is, is still a great, uh, defensive player. Um, I, I think he could definitely, I think Montrezl Harrell could, uh, could learn a lot from him. He's, although Montrezl Harrell is a, is an emerging star as well. He's sure. Right. Um, right. He's improving leaps and bounds, both offensively and defensively. Um, but you look back to, uh, the Clippers versus, versus, um, the Nuggets, uh, in, in the playoffs, and obviously, uh, there wasn't anything that could be done to get about Jamal Murray that series. But um, I think the difference between the Clippers and and us was that we were really able to lock down Djokovic during mm-hmm. or Jokic. Sorry, I'm Djokovic. thinking tennis right now. Yeah, yeah. Jokic. <laughs> we're, uh, we were really able to lock down Jokic during that series, and. Uh, that that was a huge difference and that's why Dwight was such a big and important piece yes. for us. Mm-hmm. And um I I hope Mark Gasol can can come in and and still do that but you know father time uh catches everybody and and I expect him to continue to to lose a step here and there and uh but I I think he uh he'll he'll be a great source of knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. for for these upcoming newer players that um that i i think will probably get the starting role right right okay you might be right you might be right um you might be right that uh trez might start over him um to ha- sort of build that chemistry between ad and and him um you know, I think Polinka had said that, uh, you know, they're they're trying to, to to collect players more in AD's timeline, right? Because they want to have uh, a sustainable future with AD, uh, and you know, to be title contenders uh, um, in the you know in the short and long term as 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 we continue on. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens to Gasol, but I'm excited to have Marcus all here. Obviously, you know his brother's already a, b- a big part of, of Lakers family, and, and I'm glad that he's joining uh, the Lakers family as well. Um, really quick, let's let's talk about Alfonso McKinney. He's sort of an unexpected grab. Uh, what are your thoughts on this dude? Uh, you know, he came over in the, in that Cleveland deal, and um, we we decided to to keep him. So. <laughs> uh, which is more than we can say about uh, Jordan Bell, you know. So, uh, I I think you know we might 
might see some some use for him. We're going to try him out. We're we're going to see. Uh, he he hasn't been a huge huge part of um, of of any of the rosters that he's played on. You know, just kind of a minimal mm-hmm. player. He's sure. he's there. He does get some playing time, but um, I strongly suspect that uh, he'll he'll ride the bench a lot of the season. He'll be um, our new Troy Daniels or <laughs> or uh, Quinn Cook. Sure. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. I mean, um, he's right. welcome to to prove me wrong, but right. Uh, and and you all know what I, I I absolutely hope that that he does. Sure. But no. I, I right. I see him as as being kind of a a filler. I I see him as as just filling up the roster. Right. No. Um. Right. I I agree with you. Um. And I think that uh, I think I think first of all I think. Uh, with reports that LeBron might sit out or or rest a little bit more in the beginning of this season because of how, the short timeline, uh, I might I could see Alfonso McKinney playing uh, a larger role in in those first you know month or so right to get LeBron some more rest. Um, I think he's going to be a solid backup after Kyle Kuzma, um, which will be our our uh, basically our. Um, our next in line wing defender after our defender and offensive player after LeBron James gets out of the court. Right. Um, I think uh, last year, you know, in his, in his last two seasons, Alfonso McKinney shot 34% from deep. So he's solid from deep. Um, but uh, um, last season it did drop a little significantly, but you know, it, it still averages up to 34. Um, but you're right. That, We'll see what type of role he'll play. I expect Coach Phil Handy and Coach Mike Penberthy to be instrumental in helping him uh, get back into, or you know, get into to shape and 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 ready with uh, knowledge of, of of the coaching scheme or the the schemes that the coaching staff has for for this team. Uh, I think I think he's he's gonna he's he was a solid pickup. He was un- unexpected, but I think you're right. He might be sort of just a filler. He, I don't see him getting much minutes in in the in the playoffs um, when we get there. But uh, hey, let's let's take our last break here, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion and revisit some of the other new signings and give uh, here McKay here a chance to give his thoughts on on some of them, like Schroeder and West Matthews. So stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you in a minute. Hey, guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high-quality, low-priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I'm here with McKay Westbrook. And on this last segment, uh, after talking about the, the new re-signing of KCP and, and Markeith Morris, the acquisition of Marcus Gasol and Alfonso McKinney, let's now revisit some of the other new signings the Lakers made. Um, and let's start with Dennis Schroeder. What do you think he brings to this Lakers squad, McKay? Oh, man, he brings the quickness, man. He's he's fast. He's I like the way he plays. He's um, mm-hmm. I. <laughs> it, it's funny because I I don't realize until people come to the Lakers sometimes what players I I kind of had a little bit of dislike for, <laughs> and uh, but but they're they're usually for different reasons. Um, Dennis okay. Schroeder, I. I didn't like him on the other team. I didn't like how <laughs> pesky he was. I felt sure. like he was always pesky. Uh-huh. And, uh, right. You know, he, he's just one of those players. He's, um, he's a great scorer. He can, he can shoot the ball. Um, mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I love is he's actually, a, a decent free throw shooter, which we're, we have <laughs> problems with on, on the Lakers squad. So, Right. Uh, I, I think that was a great acquisition. You know, he was a um, runner up to sixth man of the year behind Montrez. And right. Right. So we're, we're getting all the best six men. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. I, I think he'll be uh, a great pickup. Um, you know, we're, we're losing uh, some of our, our guards. We, we lost Quinn cook and, and Avery Bradley. Um, I, I thought they were both good. Avery Bradley in particular, um, great contributor to our team. Uh, Rajon. Rajon Rondo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I think that Dennis Schroeder is just about as, as good of a pickup as I could have expected. Right. In my in opinion, I think, position. right. I, I think my opinion is, you know, it's an improvement from, from the guards that we had last season. Uh, um, I know we'll miss Rondo's IQ, but I think he's uh, Dennis Schroeder's uh, an improvement, uh, honestly. And um, like what was mentioned here before, um, it must've been Phil Sizemore who had mentioned this, that Schroeder, you know, brings a skill set, dynamic play at the point guard position. Um, and it has, you know, we haven't seen anything like this since Nick Van Exel. Um, you know, that's what everybody's been saying because you're right, dude. Like, like you mentioned, he's quick, dude, his speed. And then he's aggressive also, you know, uh, just his ability to attack the defense, uh, you know, in conjunction with, with the sort of skills that he has and specifically navigating the pick and roll. Um, I just think that, you know, we really, got a very dynamic offensive weapon now in Dennis Schroeder at the point guard position that we didn't have last year. Um, last year, he he scored 19 points per game at a 40% chip and shooting 39% from deep, you know, and you, you mentioned his free throws, 84% from his, from the free throw throw line, dude, that's, that's a complete improvement from what we had. And, um, like I said, man, I think uh, uh, Polinka was saying in his presser that we had, I think it was last week, that they wanted to make sure that the Lakers are contending a contending team for the long term and surround AD with more players his age, like I had mentioned earlier, 
and, and Polinka got it done uh, with Dennis Schroeder as one of the first uh, acquisitions that we made in in the uh, in the off season. I think he's going to be a very valuable player for the Lakers. Yeah, definitely. No, he's he's going to be great. He's and he's um, you know, in in the prime of his career, he's he's a great young guy. Uh, perfect around the age of of uh, Anthony Davis. You know, so it's uh, I I hope we're we're able to to keep him for you know, some, some years to come, I, I expect he's going to be great. He's been pretty consistent over the last several years. Um, uh-huh. and I, I think he's going to excel even more, um, now that he's playing with, with LeBron and Haiti, you know, these guys that are, are going to command so much attention. He's a great spot up shooter too. So he's gonna, he's going to do great. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I, I agree. Um, Wesley Matthews, what do you think about him? Great veteran, also a, a very good shooter. Um, yes, <laughs> also been uh, fairly consistent throughout his career. Um, yeah, you know we we just have uh, so many good pieces um, coming this year that I I try to think in my mind um, how how all the possessions will be divided up um, and. You know, Wes Matthews doesn't uh, doesn't typically need a ton of volume shooting in order to get going, but um, he he has uh, you know averaged five or six uh, three point shots a game um, through his career. So uh, we'll, we'll see, you know, I'm, I'm not positive what kind of role he'll, he'll um, play for us. He, he is a great shooter and I know the Lakers um, we, we need shooters. Um, We'll, we'll see if he gets that many touches Um, just, you know, with, with KCP out there with, with LeBron, with AD, with Gasol, with Montrez, with Schroeder, you know, there's, there's a lot of, with coups, there's a lot of people who um, who were were dividing those possessions up with, and um, I, I think I think he'll do well though. I I like him as a player, I like him as a shooter, and I think just like Marc Gasol, he'll bring bring great veteran knowledge and presence. Right. I think I think uh, Wes Matthews was a great acquisition also, and I think um, it was in response really to after trading. Danny Green to get uh, Dennis Schroeder, right? And so, you know, we, we needed a, someone uh, better comparable to, to Danny Green to help us in our wing uh, position. And get this, dude, uh, last year with the Bucks, you know, this is, he, he played with Giannis and they were supposed to be contenders. And for some reason, he decided to to go to the Lakers and, instead of staying with, the, with Giannis, the MVP. You know, you can make of it whatever you want, but... Um, you you know what yeah, it I means. I know what I'm making of it. <laughs> you know what it means. <laughs> um, and you know you were talking about his shooting, and uh, f- with his catch and shoot threes, right when he was just you know in the corner, or whatever, he sh- he converted 37 percent, almost 38 percent from from that. On his wide open threes, he had 40 percent pretty much uh, on those. I think when I mean, you compare that to Danny Green, 36.9 catch and shoot 
and 35 wide open looks for from Danny Green. So I mean, and shooting alone, you know, he's he it was an improvement, an upgrade from Danny Green. Um, uh, and his wing defense, which is what uh, what uh, Danny Green was, re- you know, uh, it was pretty much what he did all all season long. I think, uh, you know, Wes Matthews is such a technical defender, like Avery Bradley, and he's just so disruptive, and he makes anticipatory sort of reads to get in your face. Uh, and, and makes the offensive player get sort of get out of the out of rhythm, just like how Avery Bradley did. And I think that uh, Wesley Matthews, uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be great to have him um, uh, and 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 be there uh, on on that wing position. Yeah, um, you know, props to Lakers front office once again for picking up solid players and picking up people who can uh, who can defend. You know, that's a that's a large part of what our, our identity has been and what I think has helped us to ultimately uh, win this last championship was our defense. Um, and we we've talked about it before. Danny Green's what, one of the things that frustrated me so much this this last season was missed open threes. <laughs> and 35 yeah. percent. You know, what do you got? <laughs> if Wesley Matthews can come in and he can hit 40% of his wide open threes, I'll be happy with him. You know, that's, that's about as, as much as I can require from him, you know, and (laughs) that, and, and playing great defense. If you do that, you're golden in my book. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, Man, I just, I, I love the acquisition of Wesley Matthews. I mean, fun fact here, Wesley Matthews, dad, played in the NBA from 1980 to 89. And he actually played for the Lakers in, in 1987 and 88. And he won back-to-back championships with us. So, I mean, this was destiny, you know, fulfill your destiny, right? <laughs> kind yeah, of thing. exactly. So uh, this is awesome for him. Another fun Laker-related fact was, um, and, and Matthews was on a call earlier this morning, and he was talking about this, talking about when he tore his Achilles years ago, he got an unexpected call from someone, and it was Kobe Bryant. And he said, one of the people that helped me through mine, uh, you know, his, his injury was Kobe. He shared his wisdom about it, and it helped me motiv- it helped motivate me because he was honest. Uh, he said, it's, it, it's going to be hard, you know? Um, so, I mean, there's, there's always been a Lakers tie to Wesley Matthews now. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, he's finally on in purple and gold. Yeah, absolutely. Foreshadowing of things to come back to back, just like his dad. So, yep. yep. There you go. Uh, That's yeah. right. <laughs> Let, yep. and I, I always love these, 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 uh, new Lakers players that are are already bought in just because of Kobe Bryant's legacy. You know, I love oh, that. Man. So, right, right. You can't, you can't uh, underestimate that. You know, Kobe Bryant's legacy and sort of what the impact that he made in in the players, in all the players, and and younger generations. Right. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's let's move on to Montrez Harrell, dude. What do you think about this dude? Former Clipper. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, he's he's one of those guys that that's not afraid to get down and dirty and um you know, another one of those players that that uh 
wasn't fond of, but because he was a Clipper. <laughs> right. You know? Because exactly. he was on the Clippers. Yeah, I think we're um, on the same page, right? Right about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's um, he's a gritty player. He's made vast improvements over the last couple of years, and I think he'll do well. Um, he's he's young. Uh, I I hope that he continues to improve. You know, yes. I I hope that he hasn't peaked yet. Um, I think he definitely has the ability to continue to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited to have him. Yeah, me too. I mean, I echo everything you said. I think I'm I'm excited to have him. He he brings that energy, right? That sort of dog, that pit bull. Like, uh, yes. um, and so I'm glad to have someone like him um, on the team sort of uh, enforcing our will against the opponents, right? Because um, that's what I, f- I see him doing. And uh, um, he's he's a competitor. He's such an intense competitor. And I'm glad to have him on the team. All right, all right guys. So um, I know, be, you know, we did, be, before we end the pod, I, I know that we had a few other uh, signings. And these are, uh, and I want to briefly mention them. They're undrafted rookies who we ended up signing um, I'm not sure the terms of their contracts. I know some of them were like exhibit 10 or, you know, like a training camp invite or whatever, but we, um, we ended up, uh, signing, uh, Kev, Kevon Harris from S- Stephen F. Austin state university, Trez Tinkle from Oregon state and Xavier and Xavier Simpson from Michigan. So those are sort of the, the undrafted rookies. Um, I haven't, you know, we've, we've talked a little about, about Xavier Simpson and his, he has a little bit of like a, like a baby hook shot, just like magic Johnson and and Kareem uh, that he's sort of developed, which is pretty cool to see. Um, But um, you know, I haven't really looked into most of these guys. I don't know if they'll make it ultimately to the, to the roster because I'm sure, you know, we're a contending team we're a title contending team and we're going to want players that will be, um, that are going to be useful throughout the, the regular season, right? And uh, maybe they'll make it to the G League, right? With the with the with the South Bay Lakers. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, definitely look to see um, some development going on with with some of these guys, but never underestimate those undrafted picks. That's look true. Alex Caruso, that's Weston right. Matthews, both of them undrafted. You know, so it, just because you didn't you didn't get picked up doesn't mean that you can't be an incredible player. doesn't mean you can't come and make some stink. <laughs> so I, <laughs> that's right. I think that's that, right. I think that, uh, you know, they, they made it this far. Um, we've given tons of praise to the Lakers front office. If they pick up these undrafted players, it's, it's for a reason. They see that potential. Um, exactly. And mm-hmm. I really hope that, that they can excel it. It may not be this year. Um, you know, it took Alex Caruso a little bit to to get going and to really find his place and his role uh, with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But um, I look forward to seeing the the development of these guys, and um, hopefully, they can do some good. Right, and 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 going piggybacking on what you said on the front office. Um, you know, the front office, the 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 scouting department in the Lakers is so, so incredibly, you know, uh, good. Like they're they're great. You know, Brandon Ingram, 
he just signed a multi-year max contract with the Pelicans, dude. Um, and, you know, we have so many players out there in the league now that we've sort of traded away or they've left the Lakers and they're critical parts or role players in, in their teams that they play in now. Um, and I, I don't, and, and like you said, Alex Caruso was a great uh, pickup as well. Um, and, you know, I don't doubt our uh, coaching or sorry, the, our front office, our scouting department for these um selected uh, sort of signees for as as undrafted rookies uh, um we'll see we'll see how they they progress and, and i'm i'm looking forward to it um but mckay uh, you know that's you know that's it for today for us um but do you have any final thoughts uh just just excited for things to to get started um i'm i'm glad that this uh off season's a little bit shorter uh don't have to be away from basketball so long i'm just anxious to see uh, how we finish building out our roster and ready to, to see some, some ball. That's right. That's right. Me too. I'm, I'm excited. Um, some of the players might not be cause they're, you know, especially our Lakers squad. Uh, but I'm excited to see, to see, our, see them play uh, preseason starts here pretty soon. So, um, uh, and I'm sure training cap will, will, will start even sooner than that. So, I'm excited. I'm excited for this new team, this new look, the direction that we're going, and we'll see who else we sign up. Um, But guys, make sure you follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Follow, subscribe, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. And follow us wherever you listen to your your podcast. You know, uh, Spotify, we're on Google Pod. Um, So, you know, we appreciate the follow. and, And of course, the ratings and reviews, it'll help us continue to do what we're doing. Uh, we're also on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop. Uh, follow us there for daily content on the Lakers and, and up-to-date news, highlights, and more. Uh, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. This game's in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.